from the Caribbean and I'm a Christian boy. Hola, hola. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Inspiration for Your Day. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Nicole Georges Bennett, and I will be with you for this next hour or so as we celebrate a new day that the Lord has given to us. Let's remember that rain, snow, gales, hail, whatever you woke up to this morning, it is another day of life, another gift that he has blessed us with, so let us rejoice and be glad in it. We've got a busy program this morning. The Burning Love Moment returns with Pastor Sarita Harshaw, and a little later on, we've got the penultimate edition or episode of Redemption Road. That's right, we are up to episode seven. Just one more week to go for the uh, before the exciting finale. So all that and more coming up right here on Inspiration for Your Day. struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction, to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth, to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, 
please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life. So don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. This is Sarita Jones, your host. Welcome to a Burning Love Moment. Now, this is a time that is used to encourage and inspire listeners who may be struggling just with everyday life issues. Now, I nor my co-host, Sylvia Shipman, who joins me from time to time, neither of us are doctors, psychologists, or psychiatrists. We are on a mandate from heaven to bless you, to encourage you, inspire, and to build up God's people on a burning love moment. Now, before we get started with our segment today, we are going to go before the throne in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this opportunity. Lord God, we thank you that we are able to come on inspiration from your day for your day and bless its listeners, Lord God. We thank you for a burning love moment. I pray, God, through prayer and through this time of conversation that we will be able to say something that would transform the lives of the listeners today. Father God, this entire podcast is in your hands and we ask for you to bless it and to give us favor. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Well, our topic for today is loving and forgiving yourself after an addiction. Now, if you have overcome an addiction, and I don't mean just a drug addiction, it could be any addiction. It could be an addiction from sex. It could be an addiction from drugs. It could be from food, from gambling, from alcohol. Some people are actually addicted to television. Any addiction This is a huge accomplishment if you're able to overcome what has had you in bondage. And you should be giving yourselves a pat on the back because it's not easy to become an overcomer from an addiction. Now, people around you may see this as a time to celebrate and you yourself know that you have made progress, but you may find yourself now dealing with feelings of guilt and of shame. Now, this is not unusual because while you were in your, what I'll call your mess, most likely you did some things which you are ashamed of. Now, when you're in the process of overcoming your issue, you may start to reflect on your past while you were in that process of making better choices and trying to improve your life. And what we have to recognize is this is how the enemy will work. He will take residence in our minds if we let him. So don't let him have you focusing on your past. Instead, choose to reflect and enjoy your progress. See, because loving yourself is important to stopping your past destructive behavior. Yes, that's it's, it's important. And there is nothing more powerful than loving yourself unconditionally in spite of the things that you have done in your past. And for some of us, This doesn't come naturally, usually because you have a painful past. Yeah. So another struggle um, that may come to mind, and that is the pain and the heartache that you may have caused your loved ones because of your addiction. Now you may find yourself being ashamed and dealing with that guilt. 
But forgiving and loving yourself early in your recovery process is extremely important and is necessary. Accept who you were. Embrace the person who has recovered. Don't let guilt and shame weigh you down after you have recovered. You know, in the book of Romans, you know, it states that we all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And in order to heal, you must realize we all have a past. We all have done things that we are not necessarily proud of doing. My mess is probably different from your mess, but we all have mess that we have done in the past. Accept the fact that you're doing the best that you can do with the circumstances that you have been given. Be at peace where you are today. Live in the moment, not in the past and not even in the future. Live in the moment. And and if a bad memory arises, remind yourself that you're not that person anymore. Choose to be in a healthy relationship. Surround yourself with positive people, people who love you and people who value your presence. If you choose an unhealthy relationship, you may begin to think negatively about yourself. And we don't want you to backtrack. We want you to keep progressing and moving forward in your recovery process. Remember, you are important and your relationship with yourself should come before anyone or anything else. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us for today. If you're interested in booking myself for speaking engagements where I share my journey of being addicted to crack cocaine, please visit our website at burningloveoutreach.org. You may also comment on our page, submit a prayer request, even give a testimony or praise report. And we would love to have you partner with us by donating to this outreach with either being one um, a one-time donor or you can be one of our monthly donors. And you can do that on our secure website. You can find us on all um, social media platforms. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn and subscribe to us on YouTube. Remember, we speak out loud at Burning Love Outreach so that you don't have to suffer in silence. Remember, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Are you or someone you love struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction, to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth, to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life. So don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Thank you so much. Burning Love Moment is such a welcome feature uh, for inspiration for your day. And we are very blessed to have these ladies add 
flavor and add the word to what we do here on the show. So it's a big birthday month. March is definitely full of birthdays. So want to wish a very happy and blessed birthday to Don Logan, whose birthday was March the 5th. Also to Janet McGaw, whose birthday was the 6th. Ayanna Thompson. Happy birthday, Ayanna. Uh, your birthday was on the 6th as well. And Jason and Daniel, whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, boys. Uh, also, we've got Yusuf who is going to have his birthday very soon. Yusuf Ramnares and Shay Lindo. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. Um, we do have but a lot of birthdays coming up. So we just want to wish all of you a very happy and blessed birthday. And here's a birthday song just for you. To the islands of the sea.
the day when you risked everything just to make your dreams stay flat. Remember when people didn't understand your plans, but that was quite alright. Remember your mission, remember your vows, remember how you felt inside. Remember when you knew God had your back and He was gonna be your God. But now the storm has passed your way. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? And the sun didn't shine today. What you gonna do, friend? What you gonna do? Listen to me. Nobody ever promised that the road was nice, and if your dreams gon' live, you gotta pay the price. You've got to know your friends from your foes. In hard times, your fate must rise. Push a little harder, go a little further, pray a little deeper, clinging to the keeper till you reach the finish line. Don't you stop till the devil bring all he got. Sisters, um, uh, my pastor, Sabrina Forrester of the Lakeside Church, shared a message a few days ago, and I, I really felt that it struck home with me, and I would love to share it with you. She says, someone once observed that worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair. It will give you something to do, but it will never get you anywhere. Our pressure-packed world offers countless opportunities for anxiety, anguish, and in a word, worry. No wonder many of us spend so much time worrying. We worry about something in the past that can never be changed. We worry about something in the present over which we have no control. We worry about something in the future that may not even come to pass. Looking back over my own life, I confess that most of what I worried about that might happen in the future never did. The Lord Jesus in Matthew 6 tells us that it is foolish to worry. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? It is futile to worry. Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Matthew 6, 27. 
and it is faithless to worry. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Matthew 6.30 It boils down to this. Worry is a lack of faith in God's promise to protect and provide for his people. If our lives are governed by scripture, we will react to certain circumstances with faith. If our lives are not governed by scripture, those circumstances will have greater power over us and we will react with worry. Worrying accomplishes nothing positive and the key to being worry-free is making God top priority in our lives. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Matthew 6, 33 to 34. So words of wisdom and encouragement for all of us today. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina Forrester. Do you have a business to promote? Sign up now for the TLC Business Directory. Send an email to info at the lakesidechurch.ca. Fill in your business information and you're all set. Get the word out and increase your clientele. Sign up today. Previously on Redemption Road. <laughs> Can you imagine how famous I'll be? As a lawyer who took down Reginald Black? I don't think you <laughs> I don't think you grasp how dangerous this is going to be. Long time I, I get over that. I know it was long ago, but you know you still carry the scars, the trauma of those things with you, especially if you don't get counseling. Oh no, what you want me to do? Eh? Go and cry blood by the riverside? Fast to come down, eh? It's my buy you want. You think you can just help yourself? You know what? I'm not taking this crap from you or anybody else. You're just insulting me from the time I land. I'm gone. I just want to know how your hubby is doing since he came back from the rehab place. You old gossip. Why don't you mind your own business for once? You finished, play big? I know you want to do something to the Prime Minister, but I'm not in that. Get ready, gentlemen. By this time tomorrow, I will be acting Prime Minister of Dominica. This is the story of a young man who risked his freedom rather than take the life of another. Delroy Johnson has decided as a child of Christ he would rather be imprisoned for life than kill anyone, even one as wicked as black. But as he talks to his father late in the evening, he realizes his sacrifice may have been in vain. What are you doing here, boy? Dad, please, I'm not here to fight. In fact, I need your help. My help? I don't have money there, boy. I cannot help you. Dad, please, for once, listen to me. I don't want money. I, I might be in trouble and I need to make a way out. I just need your advice, that's all. What is it you want? What trouble you get yourself in this time? I don't want police coming here looking for you, so speak up. Nothing, Dad. I did nothing. Well, the problem started a few weeks ago. I got a strange phone call telling me I'm going to get a job offer and that I should take the job. What kind of job? I'm coming to that. 
shortly after this girl who works for the prime minister called me offering me a job as one of his bodyguards long story short next day i meet mr black in his office and i working for him ever since but tonight i quit without telling nobody and i come straight here from tong because i need your advice what should i do deal with what you quit the job that's your business why are you coming all the way up here looking for my advice you never listen to me or ask for my advice before so why now because this is a serious situation what these people want me to do is madness and they will put me in trouble i cannot come out from it. i i not letting them use me for their evil that's all i know tamway not again what are you talking about daddy these people calling my phone every day for weeks this guys in their voice saying i have to do a job for them and i must do it each time is a different number and i don't know who they are but they serious earlier today they call and say it was time to do the job tonight so i don't understand what you're talking about there boy what kind of job can people on the phone tell you to do that you have to be so fine you come up here and disturb me huh what these people are asking that you 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 no telling me to do these people want me to murder the prime minister are you serious there right i don't know who they are or why they want the prime minister dead or why they think is me they can get to do something like that so you mean to tell me you quit without telling anyone and you come up here for me to tell you what to do look that i already know i'm not going to do that but i need to find a way to warn the pm he may not trust me anymore especially the way i left the only person he trusts is his personal assistant meter he probably will be angry for now because she brought me in if i call him i don't think he will even take my call or even believe there's a plot against him he have a lot of pride and is not little me he will listen to well you have to do something you cannot just let this man die even if he's a madman and bad for the country you cannot let this happen what if they blame you for whatever happened you have to find a way to warn the pm that's true you know you so right even if i don't do it they will just find someone else to do their dirty work and then blame me since i make sure nobody follow me i cannot prove i was not in town when they do their thing but i am here seriously mother We know you are here now. You've been here all evening. Exactly that. All you are my parents and no one would believe you. They would say you just covering up for me and with my history it wouldn't take much to get me locked up again. And this time I am sure they would execute me. Oh, what about the deputy prime minister? I can get Nita to set up a meeting between us. But wait a while. The first time I met Black, he told me plain blank to stay away from the deputy prime minister. And Nita tell me those two hate each other, so he wouldn't believe her either. In this case, I agree with Black. That woman is deadly. She and her family are in the Obia. How you think she became deputy prime minister? Why you think Black acting like he's crazy? She is probably sending spirits to torment that poor man. <laughs> oh yeah spirits 
What about foolishness is that? I don't believe in that superstition. Nah. Boy, you know nothing. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, Dad. I think I have a bigger problem than your spirits. How do I make sure these people don't succeed with their plans? The best advice I can give you is stop wasting your time and get back to town and find a way to warn the man his life is in danger. I cannot make it back downtown to catch Black before he leaves his office. Okay? Okay, I have an idea. I just hope it works. What are you going to do? I think I know someone I can trust to help. Only problem is convincing him to help, especially with his history with Black. Answer, Felix. Answer. Hey, Brother Delroy, what's up? Man, Felix, I'm so glad I got you. You still in town? Yeah, man. I'm at the Agricultural Ministry. That's good. So you in government headquarters? Praise God. Listen, I need your help real quick. Everything all right? Look, the PM's life is in danger. Somebody I don't know who's trying to kill Black, we have to warn him. What? You sure? It makes all sense with all that weird calls you've been getting. But can you prove it? Yes, I am the proof. They were trying to use me to do it, but I refused and went to the country to talk to my father. Then I realized if they are as serious as I think they are, they won't give up so easily. They probably have a plan B. So that's why I'm calling you the only person I trust. Felix, I know you have history with Black, but I know you wouldn't want him to die. So help me warn him. Tell him to go somewhere safe tonight. I'm going to see if I can get to talk to him. But there's no guarantee that he will see me. I'll try to speak to him and then I'll call you back. Thank you, Felix. I'm on my way back to town. I'll see how fast I can get there. Oh, and Felix, one more thing. Don't trust anyone. Only tell Black what I tell you. Okay, let me get myself together. I need to get to his office. Um, okay, here's the elevator. I can't believe you want me to save this man's life, father. He's completely evil. You sure we're not better off without him? Anyway, sorry, God. I shouldn't think like that. Excuse me, is the Prime Minister in his office? And you are? Mom, I need to speak to the Prime Minister. It's urgent. It's a matter of life and death. I must speak to him. I don't know how much time is left. Why don't I have security come and talk to you, okay? Fine. Tell him it's Felix Perryman. Reginald! Reginald! I have to talk to you! What happened to Miss Dinner? Security, take him away. No! No! Wait! I thought that voice sounded familiar. <laughs> yes, yes, Pastor. You finally lose your mind or what? I must speak with you urgently. You can take your troubles to the head of my security. Russell, escort this man off the premises, please. No, wait. If you value your life, you will hear me. Hold on a minute. What are you up to, Felix? I need to speak to you now, in private. Look, I'm not here to cause trouble. 
After all, I'm only trying to do the right thing. All I can say it's serious. I can tell you what I know, but in private. Please. Hmm. Well, you pick in my interest. I'll give you five minutes. Somebody is trying to kill you. That is why I have guards. I think it's one of them guards self that's going to do it. Nonsense. I pay them too well. Somebody paying them better. All I know is your life is in danger. Why should I believe you? Why should I make it up? You think I want to be here? I don't want to be here. But God expects me to walk in integrity. I can't stand by and watch somebody die. Not even you. Where are you getting this from? Somebody called me to ask me to come and warn you about a plot against your life. That's all I know. Now you know what you choose to do is your business. I did my part. I don't get you. Why would you want to try to save me? <laughs> You've given yourself over to evil. So darkness will never understand light. Stop rejecting God and confess your sins. Repent and accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Tell you what, I'll do you a favor. I won't kill you now. Just go. Fine. Commissioner, I need you to pick up Deputy King and put her on ice for a bit. Let's just say conspiracy to commit treason. Yes, right away please. And make sure you interrogate her. I know there are more of them in my loyal cabinet. Thank you, Commissioner. Huh. <laughs> they think I just rich. Me that give all of them posts. They will see what happens to traitors on board. PM, Russell needs a quick word. Send him in. Yes, Russell, what is it? Sir, I was wondering if there was anything I'd need to know. This guy out there was yelling about your life being in danger. The threats are being neutralized. I'm handling things. Go back to your post. Neutralized? Well, I can't have that happen. I haven't been paid yet. No, Prime Minister. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to tender my resignation. Effective immediately. I was wondering which of you King got to. I didn't think there was anybody greedier than me. But here you are. So you're going to shoot me in my own office in a government building? No, sir. I know hundreds of ways to quietly kill a man. If you don't struggle, I'll make it quick. Get away from me! Nita! Nita! No! Take your hands off him! Delroy! Sir, are you okay? Widowmaker Johnson. Good man, good man. Hey! <coughs> Nita, call the police <coughs> to have them round up the rest of my so-called security team. Delroy, thank you, thank you. I thought you quit, 
I hope you coming back to your job. I need someone like you. Someone I can trust. I appreciate the offer, sir. But God has other plans for me. And what does that mean? You just saved my life. Clearly you have what it takes. Well, I'm starting my own church soon. I've been called by the Lord to serve as a leader of his flock. What? What foolishness you talking? The last thing I need is another pastor. And you know what that verse says? It says, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. You can find that in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. Imagine that. I don't have a clue what you're talking about. But if that's what you want, so be it. <laughs> I'm prepared to make you a very rich man. But you have it your way. Goodbye, Delroy. If you come to your senses, let me know. Thanks again for saving my life. I didn't save your life, sir. God did. I was merely the instrument he used. I hope you recognize his awesomeness one day. One day, real soon. Take care of yourself. Deacon and Sister White are at home enjoying a quiet Sunday afternoon when Robbie and Donna come over to visit. Oh, come in, son. Sister White, good to see you. Hello, Donna. Everyone could have some fruitcake. Oh, yes, Robbie, have a nice big slice. Maybe none for you, Donna? I guess you must be watching your weight. I am? No, I'm fine. I'll have a slice too, thanks. Oh, okay, well, sure, if you're sure about that. What have you been doing, Dad? Excellent, son. Excellent. I feel much better. God has helped me to exercise the fruit of self-control. The board is really pleased with your progress, too. We had a meeting today. Really? I wasn't informed. I know. I asked them to meet with me without you present. Why would you do that? I wanted to let them know I am resigning. What? Robbie, what you talking about? This is a rash decision. Why would you do this? Relax, everybody. Donna, I've watched you go through so much these last few months. Overcoming your depression and submitting your own will and desire to God. I'm so proud of the woman of God you are. I'm really touched you say that. But why are you resigning? You didn't even tell me. I wanted to surprise you. You're trying to shock me into an early grave is what you're doing. Donna, our little church in Tobago reached out to me. They have decided they would like us to return to pastor them. I've accepted the job on your behalf too. Oh, Robbie. What is this rubbish, Robbie? You leave a big church in Dominica to go pastor a two-by-four in Tobago. Is that even a real country? Samuel, say something. Are you sure that this is what you want, son? I recommended you, Dad, to take over as pastor of redemption. The board accepted. They are going to offer you the job. Son, I don't know what to say. And that will make you first lady, Sister White. Oh, why, yes, I guess it will. You know, I didn't even think of that. Oh, well, I guess I could say that this is an honor. 
<laughs> Looks like I'm going to have to go shopping and get some new hats. <laughs> Robbie, I can't believe you're making this sacrifice for me. It's not a sacrifice, daughter. I felt the tugging of the Holy Spirit on my heart when we were there. I somehow knew we were meant to be there. Oh boy. Now I have to tell mommy. She can come visit. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to climbing my coconut tree again. Praise God. He has granted the desire of my heart. Ma Rogers sits with her leg propped up in a chair. She's keeping a keen eye on Ma John, who is handling the cash register now that Ashanti has left. She's also keeping an eye on a group of unruly customers. Oh, Ma John, see those fellas over there? Yes, we. They break two glasses already. They're so drunk. Hey, 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 all you, chop clothes. Why chop clothes, that? We're not really drinking, my Rogers. You're getting on too ignorant. If you cannot handle your rum, stay at all you home. Oh, Femme Bouchou, you're just miserable. Majon, take my rifle from under the counter for me. Rifle? Who is that, me? My Rogers, don't do that. Yo, take it easy, my Rogers. We're going. Ufu. Come out in my bar. If I wouldn't shoot all you. Okay, Papa. We go in. We go in. But Marajas, when I peek under the counter, I not see no gun. Of course you making me vex. I get in gun. I get in gun from. What's up now, Dan? Have a feeling something bad going to happen tonight. Keith Perriman wanders through the streets of his village alone. His mind is in turmoil as he struggles to understand who he is as a man and as a Christian. But he runs into trouble before long. Yo, Keith, what's up, man? Come, let's let, let's go back by Ma Rogers and, and get some beers. Yo, <laughs> nah, I, I good. Just like, man. So what, you're not hungry for us again? We're not good enough for you? Are you drunk already? I tell you, let's go get a beer. You buying? Leave the man alone. Who you calling man? Keith? That thing there? Look how we watching me. You like to see me, not true? <laughs> Gasha, leave me alone. I'm not troubling you. Just because I'm different don't give you the right to attack me. Boy, Keith... So you are fussy for real? Nah, bro. We're not cool with that. Because we were friends, we're giving you a head start. Do like bull and make sure we don't catch you. What? All you fellas crazy? You better run, boy. It's not a joke we're making. Why? We've been friends since we're small. Come to five, anti-man. One. Two. You better run, girlfriend. You can't do this. Get him. 
The pastor's son runs for his life and prays to God for the mercy he will not receive from his pursuers, his old friends. Hello, Miriam. I'm so glad to hear from you. Felix! You won't believe what happened today. I... Uh... Oh, Felix, they beat my child. Oh, Lord, they beat Felix. They beat him. What? Who? Keith, no? They beat up Keith, I'm telling you. Yes, oh, Lord Jesus. Save my baby. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Who did that to him? I don't know. I don't know. He's in surgery right now. <laughs> if all these are here asking me all kind of stupid questions. Lord Felix, if you see what they did to him, they beat him bad, 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 Felix. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Hold on. <laughs> forget to join us next week for the finale of season three of redemption road i really hope that you have enjoyed this season and of course next season will uh debut uh in the fall of 2021 so look out for that but that is how we end things today on inspiration for your day i'm so very happy that you decided to make inspiration a part of your day and i hope that you know, the music and the words were really encouraging to you, lifted your spirits, put a smile on your face and hope in your heart. If you are looking for an online service to follow, may I recommend thelakesidechurch.ca on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. And uh, there's also online prayer meeting on Tuesday evenings at 7.30 p.m. So look out for their Facebook page, The Lakeside Church Toronto on Facebook. And that's where we wrap things up, everybody. Have a wonderful week and God bless you.